First Chronicles, and we have food downstairs after service. Thank you, Brother Paul, uh, Brother Lou, Miss um, Dana, and uh, who else? Anybody else? And thank you, everybody else, for eating it. Praise God. Amen. What good is a meal if nobody enjoys it? All right. Uh, First Chronicles chapter 4. I thank the Lord for those watching online right now. Uh, I know we have a lot of faithful watchers out there. Appreciate you following in and uh, listening to the Word of God, giving your time, and everybody else making effort to actually be here. Uh, thank you for that as well. First Chronicles chapter 4, verse 9, the Bible says, And Jabez was more honorable than his brethren. And his mother called his name Jabez, saying, Because I bear him with sorrow. And Jabez called on the God of Israel, saying, and this is the famous prayer, as we call the prayer of Jabez, Oh, that thou wouldst bless me indeed, and enlarge my coast, and that thine hand might be with me, and that thou wouldst keep me from evil, that it may not grieve me. And God granted him that which he requested. Wow. Isn't that special, huh? He had a request. The Bible says, let your requests be made known unto God. Do you have any requests that you would bring before God? God granted him his, his request. Uh, God granted Solomon his request. Solomon became king of Israel, great mighty nation. And he asked God for a wise and understanding heart that he may properly judge the people and help the, God's people. God granted Solomon his request. And because that request pleased God so much, God gave him much more with it. And here you have the prayer of Jabez. Look how Jabez started. Jabez, his name... God gave, uh, or his mother gave him uh, the name Jabez, the Bible says, because she bare him with sorrow. She bare him with sorrow. Uh, and isn't that like God to get us out of sorrow and use sorrow to produce joy? What an amazing thing God can do. Let's pray. Lord, pray you bless this time as we look into the powerful word of God. May it surround us. Our life, may it um, infiltrate to the deepest parts of our soul and spirit, of the joints and marrow. Help it to discern the thoughts and intentions of our heart, that we may examine our own path before you to see where we're at in our walk with you. Pray, Lord, that we will consider our ways, and may the word of God lighten our footsteps. In Jesus' name, amen. The prayer of Jabez. Jabez's mother bore Jabez with much sorrow, with a lot of sorrow, with sorrow. She was a woman that had a lot of sorrow in her life. And through that sorrow, God uh, blessed her. And the result of that sorrow, the fruit of that sorrow, 
uh, the blessing of the sorrow was Jabez. And what amazing testimony uh, we hear in people that they can see God through the trials. They can see God through the sorrow, knowing God will come through. God hath promised that weeping may endure through the night, but joy cometh in the morning. Now, we can either live in that sorrow or live for the hope of tomorrow. God will come through. And a person uh, must go through things to see the fruit of the sorrow that God will bring. God uses hard times to produce fruit. You will never know the goodness of God unless you went through hard times. You certainly, and I certainly will not truly know the forgiveness of God until we know truly how wicked of a sinner we are. If we live in our own self-righteousness, then God will never receive the glory from our lips of how great of, of forgiveness he has for us. It would be a, a phony forgiveness, uh, as the Bible says, dissimulation with our lips, uh, just phony. It's a false pretense. It's a, it's a false praise with other intentions in our heart. Praising God because I have to, not praising God uh, because I want to. Praising God knowing how truly great he is. You'll never know truly how God loves you until you realize uh, how much hatred is in your own heart and how much hatred you have towards others. And why would God love such a person like you? But if you love yourself that much and if you think you're that great, then you truly won't know the love of God. God loves you. The uh, Bible says, but God commendeth his love toward us in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. And some of us have outward sins that we can't hide, but all of us have the inward sins that we're very good at hiding. Amen? The secret sins of our heart, uh, and certainly the worst of sins, which is the pride and the arrogancy and that self-righteousness that stems as we uh, try to walk a righteous life. But when we get closer to God, as Isaiah said, woe is me. I am a man of unclean lips. Woe is me. I'm undone. Woe is me. As we approach the throne of God and see the holiness of God, God will show us how uh, wicked of a person we truly are. But he doesn't leave us right there. He doesn't point the finger. He reaches the hand out to help us up and walk with the Savior. And he will give us everything we need to live a fruitful Christian life. Here, Jabez's mother, Jabez's mother was a woman of sorrow. God did not leave her in that state. God will never forsake his people. God is a God of love. And love is an action. God loves his people. You don't just have to know that uh, by definition, but you get to experience that if you are willing to. 
Any Christian who challenges the love of God will always uh, prove God's love true. Go ahead and prove the love of God in your life, and you will always find him faithful and true. You'll see the love of God is perfected as you walk with the Lord. You'll see the love of God uh, through the storms, through the trials. You'll see the love of God. Even in the midst of that sorrow, you'll see the love of God because God's love is an action, and he's always there surrounding you with his love. Can anyone separate us from the love of God? Shall tribulation, persecution, distress. The Bible says nothing shall ever be able to separate us from the love of God. For I am persuaded that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor height, nor depth, nor any other creature shall able to separate us from the love of God. Nothing can separate you from the love of God. The love of God is not a, uh, just a definition or a word on a page. God started out, but God commendeth his own love toward us in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. He showed us on the cross to begin the definition of the love of God. We can write down all the definitions and the stories of the love of God, but God started off when he shed his arms on that cross and spilled his blood to prove his love for you. The Bible says, nor things to come shall be able to separate us. Some of us are too worried about tomorrow. We live in a life of sorrow and regret now. And what will happen till tomorrow? What will happen tomorrow? Will tomorrow separate us from the love of God? No. Nothing that comes tomorrow can separate us from the love of God. Did God forsake Joseph when he was in Potiphar's house? Did God forsake Joseph when he was in the prison of Pharaoh? Did God forsake Joseph when he was accused of adultery? Did God forsake Joseph? No. God put Joseph right where he should be and made him second to Pharaoh. And he was with him throughout the whole time. God's love is perfected, and it's made strong, and his strength is made perfect in our weakness. The love of God is always there. He proved it. It's an action verb. You can prove God's love for you. God's love is surely reigning upon you each and every day. Would you be willing to see it? Or would you be willing to see uh, the things that you believe will separate you from the love of God? Are you persuaded that death can separate you from the love of God? Are you fearful of dying? Are you fearful of what may take you away from this wicked, cursed, sinful world? Are you fearful of what may cause you to be separated uh, from the money of this world? No, God's love cannot separate you. Uh, from uh, anything that God has willed for your life. This world and God's love are opposites. God's love is surely there, and death cannot separate you from the love of God, nor life, the Bible says. Life cannot separate you from the love of God. God has his own life for you. And you need to be willing, as the disciples did, to drop their nets and follow God 
God's will for you is proof of his love for you. Nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things come, nor height, nor depth, nor any other creature shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. The very moment Christ died on the cross for our sins and said it is finished was a seal of the love of God upon each and every one of us. If you received that love and you got saved, amen, you received the love of God. That love of God, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. Uh, Sorrow cannot stop the love of God. That love was proven on the cross. You did not have to meet any credentials, any requirements, any uh, status to meet that love or receive the love of God. God said, whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. All people, every tongue, every language, every nation, of every color, of every country, can come to the Lord Jesus Christ, who is the way, the truth, and the life. God's love is there. Jabez's mother was filled with sorrow. Can sorrow separate you from the love of God? Would not God prove himself true and allow his love to shine through? Will the clouds of today stop the sunshine of tomorrow? No. God's love is there. God reigns and he is preeminent. He sits on the throne of glory. God reigns supreme as King of kings and Lord of lords. He's the beginning and the end, the Alpha and the Omega. By him and his word, all things consist. And there's not anything made that was made. Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. And he is the light of men. And his love was proven. Can sorrow stop Almighty God? No. Sorrow cannot stop Almighty God. Can your sin stop Almighty God? God will never stop loving you. God's love is perfect, unconditional love. God's love is always there for you. You might have let yourself down, but you can never let God's love down. God's love is consistent, and he will never stop loving you No matter who you are, what you do, God's love is always there. It's an unconditional love. It means you don't have to prove yourself to have God's love. God's love never wavers towards you. It's always there. God proved to Jabez's mother, a woman of sorrow, by giving her Jabez. Giving her fruit of her sorrow. Only God can turn a trial into a blessing. Only God can take a life that's going nowhere and give it purpose. What a mighty God we serve. And Jabez was more honorable than his brethren. And the Bible says in verse 10, and Jabez called on the God of Israel. The God of Israel. 
the true and living God, saying, Oh, that thou wouldst bless me indeed. Jabez uh, wanted a life that was going to be a fruitful life. He didn't want to settle for less. He didn't want to waste his life away. Jabez wanted to be a light in this world. Jabez wanted to have a life that God could use. And first he said, Lord, I want you to bless me. And I want you to enlarge my coast. I mean, I want you to bless me big. But only, only, only that thine hand might be with me. I don't want you to bless me if it's going to take me away from you. Lord, I don't want you to give me any job if it's going to take me out of church. Lord, I don't want you to give me even a dollar if it's going to cause me to stop reading my Bible, cause me to stop praying, cause me to stop witnessing. God, I don't want you to give me one cent if it's going to deter me and my walk with you. I want to be blessed, Lord, but I want to be blessed, but I want your hand to be right with me. Is this possible, Lord? Is it possible that I can be blessed in this world and still have the hand of God upon me? Is that possible, God? Is it possible to, uh, to do those things, to work in this wicked world and be blessed in this wicked world and still have the hand of God? How is that possible? All the evil that surrounds me. I'm prone to falling into sin. Lord, I want you to bless me. I need your hand with me. And also, that thou wouldst keep me from evil. Lord, can you bless me? Would you stay with me? And would you keep me from evil? That it may not grieve me. Doesn't sin grieve you? Jabez took time out in his life, got himself together, seen who he was, knew his sin, knew what grieved him, and he didn't want any more of it. Now he was ready to receive God's blessing, whatever that entailed. Yet, Lord, don't leave me. Don't let me fall into sin because I don't want to be grieved. I want to flourish. I want no bounds. I want to just run for you, be a light in this world, prosper, grow, and I want you to be right by my side the whole way. Lord, is this possible? Is this possible, oh God? The Bible says, and God granted him that which he requested. Wow. Sometimes we've got to take time out and realize God loves you. You're not alone. You got somebody who loves you that much. I know that if a man 
loves a woman, he's going to be stalking her. Isn't that true, guys? The Bible says a man will give all that he has. You'll have millionaires giving up everything to chase after a woman that has nothing. Why is this? I have no idea. But God's the same way. He was willing to give up the splendor of heaven and to come down to get us. Why, Lord? What do we have to offer you? He said, nothing. I just love you. And I want you. And I'm going to get you. And he's not going to back down until he does. When you got a man like that, the girls know. You might be able to get a nice purse out of this guy. Some nice shoes. Jabez said, I'm going to take advantage of this. Lord, I want you to bless me. And, and enlarge my coast. And I want you to stay with me. And I want you to keep me from sin that it doth not grieve me. God says anything, I'll do it for you. That's a man who loves his woman. We have a man who loves us dearly. His name is Jesus. Nothing you can do to him will ever stop that love. He says, I have the whole heaven. I have all the earth. I'll give it to you. Just ask. What's your heart today? Do you want him more to be with you? He knows that if he gives you too much, you'll run. First, you got to settle like Jabez said, you know what? If I take the money, I know I'm going to fall into sin. If I'd start out, if I go away from the Lord to get what I want, I know I'm going to end up broken and in sin. All right, I need to set my priorities straight. Lord, I do want the blessing, but I can't lose you. You are my rock, my fortress. In you, I do trust. Lord, I do need the blessing, but I cannot lose you. Lord, I realize when I am blessed, now watch this, when God does bless you, that's when we usually fall into the sin. The more leisure you have, the more your flesh gets pampered, the more the flesh wants. Lord, I do want the blessing, but when I'm blessed, I fall into sin. Is it possible, oh God, to get the blessing, to keep you, and to keep me from sin? God says it is possible. Your request is granted.
What do you want today? Do you want to keep God in your life? Do you want to keep out of sin? Do you want to be blessed? Just ask. God loves you. He'll give it to you. Just got to set your priorities straight. Some will say, no, I, I, I do want God, but I also want the blessing. You're saying you don't want one without the other, or you want one or the other. You need all God so that he could bless you and so he can lead you in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Amen. Let's pray. Father in heaven, Lord, I pray you help us all, Lord, to just examine who we are as Jabez did, Lord. He took some time, as Solomon did, Lord, he took some time to realize he did not have that wisdom. Lord, Jabez took some time to realize uh, who he really was, the man he was, then, that he did fall into sin um, easily, and he didn't want it anymore. It grieved him. Lord, uh, that he did stray from you easily uh, when the money came. Lord, but he knew that you had something greater for him, but he didn't want to lose you. He didn't want to fall into sin, uh, Lord, but he wanted to take the blessing from your hand. So he made this request. Lord, I pray that we would each understand what the will of God is in our own life, not settle for less, not just settle and say, you know what, I keep falling into sin, I'm done, it's over. Lord, let us count, count the cost and see and, and weigh in the balance and not count our life out. Our life is precious before you and you want to bless us and you want to keep us moving for Christ. May we all take advantage of the opportunity and make a request and maybe you will answer it. I pray each and every one here and those watching will make a request before God, before the throne of God, with careful consideration of themselves and in their walk with you. Help us all to know the love of God in our life. Thank you for it. In Jesus' name, amen. As the piano plays, let's all stand to our feet. Would there be one request for God in your life? God, I want to serve you, but God, I want to do something for you, but make your request before God. Maybe he'll answer it. Oh, he loves you. He loves you. Heaven is his throne and the earth is his footstool. He owns the cattle on a thousand hills. The winds and the seas obey him. The birds in the air sing praises to him. He has all the universe in his hand. And at his command, everything will bow. And at the name of Jesus, everything bows. We which are called by his name, 
would you make a request today before him who loves you? He'll do anything for you. He started it off by showing you his great love on the cross. His love doesn't stop there, though. It continues each day as a loving father, a loving savior. You don't have to live your life filled with sorrow or misery or depression. God loves you. Make your request. God, if you give me a blessing, that it take me not from you, that it leave me not in sin and grieve me. And God granted him his request. And God will grant you your request. Let your request be made known before God. Father in heaven, Lord, thank you for hearing our requests. I pray that we would all look to the one who truly does love us. Bless our lives, I pray. Keep us, Lord, from sin. And most of all, Lord, stay with us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Lord, we thank you for the blessings you've bestowed on us, your love and your mercy. And Lord, I thank you for the food downstairs. I pray you bless that also. And for those who prepared it, given their time, Lord, their finances, Lord, their uh, hard work, Lord, to cook for many. I pray you bless them in a special way. Lord, let not even one cup of water uh, given to one of your disciples uh, go on, uh, outweighed, Lord. Bless them, I pray. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Uh, there's food downstairs. If you'd like to stay, please stay. Enjoy the food and the fellowship. God bless you.